Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sultuary, the podcast, a podcast that is a safe space for creatives to have conversations from the soul. And today we have a very special guest. I am so excited about her because she's like one of my photog besties. I freaking love her. Every time we get together, it's like we never stop talking. So I'm excited. She's full of so much wisdom. She's a mom. She's just like an incredible human being, creative. She's awesome. So without further ado, welcome Kayla Esparza. Hello. Hello, my beautiful friend. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to apologize to the listeners right now that my voice <laughs> is half unavailable. Um, but nonetheless, I'm feeling so excited and happy to be here. Like Emily said, we could freaking talk for like five hours straight. So yes. I'm excited to see like what we chat about and just yes. dive right into it. Yes. So as you all know, this podcast is based of just raw, true, honest conversations. And I want this episode to be all about boundaries and balance because Kayla, I feel like, is the queen of that. She is a mom. She's a photographer educator. She's a photographer. She does elopements, weddings. She's always traveling. She just does like 5,000 things. She's a wife. Oh my God, you name it. She does like a gazillion things and she's still like an, such an incredible human being. So I'm excited to have this conversation and just share her wisdom with all of you guys. And I hope it encourages you and inspires you. So let's get started. I'm excited. Ah. I'm so excited. And after you said all of that, like with all this shit that I do all the time, I'm going to take a big drink of my caffeine drink. Holy cow. When you put it all together like that, it, it does sound like I'm a psychopath a little bit. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're a good one though. You... We, all, we all have those tendencies just a little bit. Yeah, of course. Of course. So tell us, maybe let's start off by telling us like, how maybe tell everybody like how you got started into what it is that you do like what's your whole journey to being a photographer educator give us a little backstory oh man okay so I'll try to sum things up because I'm known to go off on tangents and all that good stuff but I am Kayla hi everyone officially I'm a 26-year-old wedding photographer based out of Seattle, Washington. For the last five years of my life, I lived in Northern California, and that's kind of where my business um, kind of took off, if you want to put it that way. And I'm a mom. I'm a wife. My life is, as Emily said, all over the place and crazy. But yeah, balance has just been something that I've always strived for in my business, Um I started shooting weddings when I was 16, basically just like fell in love with it and loved, you know, something that Emily has helped put into words for me, connection with people. And I just love capturing that connection between um, couples and I just have the best time adventuring around with them and traveling with them. I started educating other photographers in 2020 during quarantine Awesome. I was one of the few that thought quarantine was going to be like three weeks. So I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to start like hopping on, you know, FaceTime with people and 
you know, connecting because I, I miss that. I mean, I know three weeks isn't a long time compared to how long this pandemic has lasted, but I think right at the start of it, I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't not be with people. So education for me really did start with like wanting to have a community that I kind of got to build and mold and shape in my own way. Um, And it really just took off. And that's really cool now that I can say like, yeah, like I feel like I am an educator and I got to impact so many people. And that's just like a really cool feeling and accomplishment. Yeah. What's cool too is Um, that you've been like doing it. You started so young. So it's not like you're talking out of your ass. Like you, everything that you're teaching people, like you've experienced it, you've learned it and you are, I feel like you're so much older than your age (laughs) when I talk to you, you. (laughs) like you're just so mature and just so like well-established, like, you know what you want. You are like a go-getter for sure. Yeah, I definitely have always felt like a leader and my mom would even say that like just growing up, I was like the fifth grandchild to be born. And I was the one that was like, we're all going to go play this and we're going to do this. And I just, you could call it bossy, but I call it leadership. Yeah. And And you're um, such a like caretaker. I stayed at Kayla's house when I had a, um, (laughs) a Yosemite elopement. And it was funny because I was like one of her like little babies. She was like, do you want dinner? Do you want like, is the bed okay? I'm always, I I got snacks (laughs) on demand. I'm like, Emily, eat, drink your water. Do you need to go pee? We're getting in the car. It's a three hour drive. Okay. I know this road, like the back of my hand. You need to go pee before we get in the car. I love it. I love it. So anybody who goes under your wing is lucky and blessed. Oh, thank you. Yeah. My students, it's funny. They kind of just have coined the term along with my friends to just like calling me mama Kayla. And at first I was like, Oh, I don't want to be labeled as like a mom. And not to say like, I, I am a mom. Like I have that a part of who I am, but I think, and we'll dive into this, I'm sure, but just like motherhood in general, I didn't want that to define Mm, my whole being. And so when people started calling me Mama Kayla, Mama Kayla, I'm like, I don't want to be just like Mama Kayla. Like there's so much more to who I am. I love that. But I think it really does play a huge part of not even just who I am, but who I have definitely been molded into through my son, Liam, because prior to him, like if you brought a newborn over to me, heck no, techno, I don't know what to do with that (laughs) thing. It's like, a little sack of love. I get it. I get why they're cute, but do not put it in my arms. I will drop it. I will start sweating down my butt crack. Like (laughs) I'm scared of kids. So before Liam, I, I didn't have that like instinctual caretaking like Mm. vibe, I guess. Mm. But I think just through like the last three years of just developing as a person, because I had him so young, I was only 22. Um, So just like growing up as who I was becoming But then I think also like just having a child, I was like, oh, you know, yes, I do enjoy taking care of other people. I always want other people to feel loved and cared for. Yeah. Um, And a lot of that has come, yeah, through like motherhood, which is just crazy. I'm sure that's trickled into your business where now you kind of like take care of your clients and you give them this sense of just... Like, I've got you. I'm taking care of you. Like, everything is going to be safe. Everything's going to be okay. I'm going to figure everything out. And especially doing weddings, you need that. You need, yeah. I think that's really important as a photographer, as a creative to 
fit that role for people, you know, like a safe space on their wedding day, knowing that like, there's no need to stress. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into weddings. Like it can just be so stressful for the families, for the bridal party, for the bride and the groom or the groom and the groom or the bride and the bride, whoever it is. Yeah. I think it can just be such like an intimidating day because of how much planning goes into these things. So to have someone there that can be like, yeah, like a safe space, like, hell yeah. I help my couples pee in the bathroom. I'm like getting them water. If they're drinking too much, I'm like, "Mm, honey, drink a little water. You don't want to wake up miserable tomorrow. Um, But I'm also there to encourage and, you know, just have like so much fun with them. So yeah, yeah, weddings are super fun. I love them. Mm -hmm. So tell us like how the heck you find balance. Like how have you, like when you, okay, when you had Liam, how was that like with your career? Because you had him so young too. Like you're probably still discovering yourself. Your business is probably beginning to thrive at that age. Like, Yeah, it was nothing that I planned out, which is very unlike the core of who I am. I'm definitely a planner. I wouldn't say I'm like type A, but those around me would say I'm type A. (laughs) And I have definitely learned through my husband to be a bit more go with the flow. Don't take life too seriously, live in the moment. Whereas growing up, I was very much like planning ahead, planning ahead, planning ahead, go to college, do this, going to do this after college. And so I do enjoy now like being more in the moment and that has definitely impacted like the balance of my life. Um, But I'll, I guess I'll start back with like Liam when he was a baby. So for those who don't follow me or don't know much about like the, I wouldn't say the beginning stages of my business, but the beginning of going full time in my business, I was living in Northern California, about 800 miles away from all of my family and all of my friends who lived Mm. in Washington state, which is where I'm at. And most parents go into parenthood with reading books and listening to podcasts and, you know, researching and tutorials. And I truly went into it with zero expectations because I know who I am And if I try to have an expectation on motherhood and don't live up to that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel guilty and I'm going to be not in a good headspace to care for my child or myself. How did you get to that point where you're like, I can't have expectations? Because I feel like that's something that all human beings, no matter who you are, deals with. You know, we all deal with that, like having expectations of ourselves and then constantly being disappointed Okay. How Mm -hmm. did you get there really quick? I, yeah, I think it even played a role in my photography as well, because you just have this expectation that you're going to pick up the camera and be as good as the person you see Mm. on social media. And same can be said about parenthood. How many times did I go on my explore page and see these fit moms with abs and perky boobs and be like, I want that, but will I get that? I don't know. So I can't be living in this facade of what I think social media really plays a huge role into of like this perfect life. I mean, Emily is literally looking at my room right now and she could say as a witness, I don't have the perfect Instagram life. And I think that is just definitely where I just had this like, fuck it moment when I was pregnant. Like 
if I go into the, like my birth thinking, I'm not going to get the epidural because I'm a strong woman. And like, I need, you know, not to get it to prove something to myself. That's totally okay. But for me personally, if I didn't live up to that and then decide in the moment, like, no, I want the epidural, I would have been so hard on myself. Mm. So I just continuously throughout pregnancy and beginning stages of motherhood, tell myself, don't compare your journey to anyone else's. Do what you feel is best in the moment. And if you have an expectation, go in, go into that moment with like a realistic mindset of like, you can set maybe a goal, but an expectation I feel like is not the right way to go about it. If that makes sense. Yes. That's why I actually, I tell all my friends, I'm like, I love to go, um, set goals and plan for the future, but I'm not Mm -hmm. attached to these goals and plans. I am, I am flexible and open to when these things want to happen. It's kind of like, I just kind of like put it out into the universe. I put it, I manifest it. Like I want this to happen. Like this podcast, I knew I wanted this podcast to happen. This is just an example. I didn't know when, I didn't know how I was, you know, fearful, fearful for a long time about it. And then I was just like, you know what? Let's do it. It's time. Even though I'm so busy right now, like to even like make this happen is like, I don't know if it's the right timing or whatever it is. I don't really care. Like I have zero expectations for it. I just believe that the world needs these soul to soul conversations. They need more authenticity, more realness, more. They need to know that I want people to know that they're not alone. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like having zero expectations on your goals and your plans, like just being free and being in the moment is huge, huge. I think that was a huge like stepping stone in my business and in my career where I was just like, you know what, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Even like, for example, like not holding on to people who don't book me. You know, sometimes we have expectations of like all these people booking us. But what if those people weren't meant for you? You know, like they didn't book you because they're not they're not your clients. So like we hold on to so many things. And when we're holding on to all of these things, we don't have hands and arms open to receive because we're holding on to all these expectations and all these things that we expect to happen. So I love that approach. That's so good. To just being in the present moment and being free and being open to receive. Yeah. And a little touch on like the photography community in general. I, I just love how even I'll say something and you just like sum up so beautifully, like what I said, cause at some points I'm like, I don't even know if I'm making sense, but then you like bounce back and you're like, this is awesome. I'm like, yes, I love that. But you said, you mentioned something that reminded me of just like, how you said photographers hold, hold, hold. And it almost creates like a resentment or like a grudge. Yes. And I see so many photographers post on their stories. Like, Oh, I don't want to be ghosted. Like don't ghost me. And I'm like, ghost me, ghost the shit out of me. Do you know how many times (laughs) us as human beings ghost other people? Like it's just a part of life. I had, and it, yes. I just had a photographer actually do an entire post on their feed um, about ghosting and they shared it to me. So I guess I can reshare it or so that Mm. I can read it or whatever. But I'm like, you know, 
I actually don't align with this. I don't agree with yeah. this. I don't even agree with you. Why are you even putting that energy out there? That's negative energy. You know, like, yeah. don't ghost me. Like, people are human beings. They forget to reply to emails. You know how many text mm-hmm. messages I have sitting in my phone? You know how many emails I have sitting Same. in my phone? Same. And, exactly. You know, like, why hold and on? And that's why, that's like, that's the expectation that photographers yes. have for their clients. And then if the clients don't meet that expectations, then the photographers get upset or angry or hurt. And that's why, again, I go into things with zero expectations, but then so excited and amazed when I do receive the things that I also put out there. Like I want clients that want to work with me. Yes. When, when I do book clients, they're booking me within 20, 30, maybe 50 minutes. Like they are there because, because they're, they're supposed to be yes exactly. exactly yes i'm so happy I we touched love on this emily <laughs> i love you this is why we always have the best conversations i i wish we I could know, have recorded it's... all of our previous conversations because they're always like just so good and just so i feel like they f- yes. fill up my cup and you know vice yes. versa they, they're just always we always have these moments where we're like wow Yeah. If anyone ever wants to go five and a half hours in a day to and from Yosemite with us, just hit us up in our DMs. Um, (laughs) We make really good car buddies. We do. We do. We have some great combos. We cry. We laugh. We jam to good music. And I just remember too, like leaving any time hanging out with you, even like Joshua Tree and just being like to truth, my husband, I know weird name, but he's like, yeah, I just like see how you guys connect so well. And I'm like, it's so crazy because how in the world would I have ever met someone in Miami, Florida, and I'm in the very opposite corner of the country in Seattle, Washington, like how insane for all of these events in my life to lead to like a friendship that goes beyond like the earth. You know what I mean? Like, that's just so crazy to me. Like, I know. But I just, just get chills thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, that just goes to show you when things are meant to be in their lines, they're going to happen. Yeah. So why why live in a state of like holding on to all of these things that you think are for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I totally like just you saying that even reminded me of a moment three months ago where I was leaving California that I had lived in this home and lived by these people and loved the places that I got to be at in those, in those years that I was down there and just having that same sensation of like, I don't want to let this go. Like Mm. what I had going down here was so good. And there's like a little TikTok trend going around right now. I don't know if any, any listeners have seen it, but it's a, I'm almost positive. It's, um, Robin Williams speaking in his like final movie quote or something like that, which is so also really, really cool to have his voice say these TikTok sounds or whatever, but he just says like, oh, what will you be doing? And then the person's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, how exciting. And I think that's Mm. just like, it just hits you in the freaking soul to think like, like you said, as humans, we hold on to all of these things that are like, this is good for me. This is good for me. This is my safety net. This is my bubble. I don't want to let this go. This is how I feel happy and satisfied and content right now. But I think letting go can just bring so much more of that. And you just have no idea where it's going to come from or who it's coming from in your life. But just creating room for more opportunity, I think, is just so important. And 
um, touching on that, what you just said, creating more. I That's also why I even love to think of human beings, everybody in this world as a creator. Everybody is a creative. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we limit ourselves because we're like, we're, I'm not a creative. Even if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a photographer, you're not a graphic designer, you're not a, an artist, you are still a creative. You are still creating your life. You know, you are creating possibilities. You are creating opportunities. You are creating habits daily. And that's, life is creativity. Life is so creative. And that's the beauty of being a human being, that you are open to anything. Yeah. And I think, like, I get asked a lot about balance and, like, how do you keep balance and, like, do all these things and feel, like, good, you know, about a healthy work-life balance, quote unquote. It's get, It gets said all the time. I don't. <laughs> and I think that's what is so, I guess from your perspective or another person's perspective is so interesting to like see all the things that I'm doing and to expect that I feel balanced because I don't feel like I have a good work-life balance, but I'm also so happy. Mm. And I commend you for being the busiest you've ever been and still starting a podcast whether or not you will feel balanced or unbalanced because at the end of the day, you're just happy that you're going for it. And I think yes, that's how I, that's what I, that's what I look at when I start new things. If I'm like, Oh, you know, a person who wants a good work-life balance would probably only take on 20 weddings, 10 weddings a year. Um, cause there's what only 52 weekends in a year or something. <laughs> Someone just told me this the other day and I was like, Oh shit, I'm busy. Um, but I think if you just like, put a limit or a cap on like what brings happiness into your life, then you're kind of dismissing really cool opportunities. Like if I, if I get inquiries or if I get to work with people that just light a fire under my butt and make me so excited to work with them, I don't care if I'm shooting 50 weddings or 30 weddings and not having that work life balance that everyone strives for of course I want to stay happy. So if it affects my peace, then I have to, oh, you know, I love that. Yes. It if I, if it affects me in a peaceful way, if you were mm-hmm. at peace, then it's good. I actually talked yeah. about that in episode one, where I said that for me, I am the most successful I have ever been. Be- and for me, success is happiness. Ex- it's not rolling in dough. It's not you know, like having all of these things, having all of this money, it's being happy yeah. and at peace, like mm-hmm. you said. Love so I, that. all my like photo friends, they're like, Kayla, you're crazy. Like, how do you shoot a wedding in Northern California and then drive to Arizona overnight to shoot another wedding? And it's like, yeah, I might be psycho. I understand other people don't do that. And my friends have also coined the term pulling a Kayla. Like I understand yeah. that it's like, crazy. But at the end of the day, like if I go to bed and I'm just sitting there with like the most like grateful feeling of like, holy shit, I can't believe this is what I get to do. Like, this is what my soul was put on this earth to like accomplish and feel good about. Then I don't, I don't care how tired I am. I will wake up the next morning at 4am with the fattest smile on my face (laughs) because I'm so freaking happy. Yeah. But this is what I get to do. Now, mind you, that doesn't have to be everybody's peace and joy. That works for someone. We're all different. Yes. So that's something super important to keep in mind. Like Kayla is 
I don't think I've ever seen Kayla not happy doing what she's doing. You know, like she does that because it yeah. makes her happy. Same for me. Like I'm a very busy and going person. Like I'm always on the go. I'm always doing something. I'm never, ever bored. And I love that. That's the way, yeah. that's what works for me. And that's the way I live my life. For example, my husband, he is a person who likes to spend more time at home, be a little, have not have such a crazy schedule. He likes to have things. And that's why our husbands are besties. (laughs) Yes. You know, so like everybody's different and I embrace and love that about him because actually he brings balance to my life. Just like truth brings balance to you. So amen, sister, you can be on either side or in the middle and it's okay. You have to do what's best for you. I embed that into my students because I've had students in the past that I've mentored and, and I've also reflected on like how I teach because I think there was a point in like educating others where I thought, yeah, you kind of have to do things the way that I'm exactly doing them. So you get not to where I am, but to like get to the same level of happiness that I'm at. So I've also reflected as like an educator on like, how to help and guide my students in their own, in their own paths. And I think social media as well, you know, everyone compares and is like, yes, I need to do exactly what they're doing. And if I don't, I'm not going to make it. And that's just not true. No, Half of my friends don't travel for weddings. They only do local weddings and that works for them. Mm-hmm. They are, have full cups at the end of the day because they're not stressed out or anxious or worried or having all of these super negative thoughts and emotions and vibes like in their systems Mm -hmm. and they're way happier for it. And that works for them. And I'm not sitting there, you know, putting that in their head, like, Oh, if you don't travel, you can't even be a successful photographer. I think that's such bullshit. Yeah. Um, I agree. So I think just like shaping other people's minds to think in a different way that social media has taught us over the years, like, everyone has a different story and that's why we should use social media to share all of our different mindsets and come together as a collective versus having just one, like, this is how you have to be. Now everybody try to get there and claw for it. I think Mm -hmm. that's so toxic. I agree. I agree. There is not one way. There are many ways and we are all different individuals. So what works for you isn't going to be what works for somebody else. Yeah. Which is why I loved meeting Emily and learning more about her spirituality and like the fact that she, you know, has a pastor husband and works in a church in my religious mindset growing up thinking like, oh, so you're a pastor's wife. This is how you are. This is who you are. This is what you do. And Emily is like the exact opposite of all. Yeah, I'm like, like f- those number stereoty- one. Yeah. I'm like, number one, yeah. I am not a pastor's wife. <laughs> exactly. And that's why I. that's why I feel like we like bonded so well because both of us just have like this. I I, like swear every day I like try harder and harder to see so many different other people's points of views and like pick and choose like what works for you. Yes. I want to take that and put it into my life. That might also work for me. And I think that's why when people come together and like share the good, like we can make ourselves better. We can reflect and change and tweak ourselves to become better and better and better every single day. Yes. I love that. Anyways, balance. um. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, but I love, I love all of this because this is all such good information. 
you know, for yeah. people to know because so many creatives, I was even there at one point where I'm like stalking um, other creatives and photographers like, okay, what exactly are they doing? They're doing this. I need to do that. You know, instead mm -hmm. of knowing that I can be myself, I can take this from this person and I can take this from that person and make it my own. And I tell my students that I say, take what resonates. And I sound like I'm doing tarot cards or something, but <laughs> when I teach, I'm like, take what works for you and leave what doesn't because it, we're not all meant to do things the exact same way that we're taught. You know, you take that information, you reflect, you move forward and you change what you need to change. And that can totally translate into my being a mother as well. Like not having any kid representation in my life prior to my son, I didn't know what to expect. And I didn't know how to go about some things, but you change and you adapt and you go every single day, like trying to be a better mother, a better wife, a better photographer and a better yes. person to you know, have people be friends with you, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> your power is your individuality. Yes, I really, exactly. I really and people that. always say like, it's a saturated market. It's a saturated market. Sure. It's saturated, but my eyeballs are literally like a snowflake and Emily's eyeballs are literally like a snowflake. Everyone sees the world differently. Yes. Oh, I, I, I have literally y'all literally stood next to Emily <laughs> and and took the same exact picture and they still come out different. It's yes. just insane. We have the same exact camera, same lens, same editing platforms, yet we created something completely unique and different than each other. And that's what should be celebrated amongst yes. the photography community and not thinking like I have to be this way to be successful or I have yeah. to be a mother this way to be a good mom. Y'all, I don't know what I'm fucking doing. I'll be honest. <laughs> Every day I'm like, let's just see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The world is your oyster. Yes. <laughs> and seeing your art, like owning your art. Like if this is what you like, if this is how you like to shoot, if this is how you like to edit, own it. Other, own it. Cause then other people will. You know, like if mm -hmm. you post something, let's say, or you edit something, you take a photo and you're like, eh, I don't know about this because it doesn't look like X, Y, Z or, yeah. you know, if you're uncertain about something, other people are going to feel that energy and then, then they're going to be uncertain about it too. People will support what you stand for if you stand for it and you have to a stand for yourself. Mm -hmm. So own your art, be your own individual self, are. a thousand percent. Yes celebrate that every day for sure so what do you Look feel in the like mirror and say you got this <laughs> yes yeah even that is huge I just had a um my conversation with Marina Williams we were talking about that a little bit mm -hmm. about how people can't even look at themselves in the mirror you know like look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of how far you've come no matter where you are in your journey because I was gonna say you're on a journey yes and journeys are meant to change and grow and evolve. be different and evolve. Like, do I look, do I look like the 130 pound high school kid with a flat tummy? No, but I'm proud of the legs that have took me to amazing places and hiked amazing hikes and shot amazing photos. My eyes, my ears, my nose, like 
all of these physicalities, like, yes, need to be loved, but it's like more the inside that I'm like, I can't believe like the strength that has grown in the last eight years that I've been with my husband and the last three years that I've been a mom in the last 10 years that I've been a photographer, like you just grow and change and adapt. And if you have that mindset of like, like you want growth, you're going to get growth. And I tell this to my students too. I always say this analogy. So if you're someone who is just taking photos on the side, like you're just a hobbyist photographer who wants to go full time, this is like, this is what I always say. Someone who goes to the gym four days a week, three days a week, two days a week, they're going to see results. It's going to take a little bit longer, but as long as you're consistent, you're going to see results. But someone who is dedicated to the gym six days a week, seven days a week, five days a week, they're going to see those results quicker and sooner and faster because they're hungry for it. And that's exactly how I am in my business. I'm hungry for growth. I'm hungry to change. I want to be a completely different person in five years because I feel like that's something that everyone should be thinking just like that positivity of, I want to continue to grow and change. I don't want to go backwards. I don't like what happened backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just you accept what happened backwards, but back to the present moment. Kind of like you said, you know, living in the present moment and then whatever happens next, that's coming and I'll get there when it comes. And being open and welcoming for that. Yes. Yes. I so love it. what do this you is feel also like? Good. I know. I love this. I love this so much. So what do you feel like you have struggled with the most being a creative? Like what mental baggage has, what has like held you back the most from? I think honestly, what held me back the most, like if I'm being completely raw and honest here has what happened before I went full time. Like I was stuck in that mindset that not to shame my parents in any way, but I grew up thinking I have to go to college or I'm not going to be successful. I'm not going to be able to take care of a family or, you know, meet my partner halfway. If I don't save up every penny of my dollars, I'll never be able to retire. Like, I just feel like my parents, again, not to shame them, but they just ingrained all of these things in me that I put expectations on myself and in my life. And I feel like if I didn't meet those, that I was a quote unquote failure. Mm. Um, And I think just like the struggle truly was like breaking that stigma and breaking that mindset. And now where I am today and all that we've been talking about so far in this amazing conversation is just like, breaking that and not having expectations, not having, I mean, yes, I have goals of course, but I'm not like putting pressure on myself to reach them. I know I want, I know what I want out of life and I'm, I'm striving for those things, but I'm not going to guilt myself if I don't get there. Like that is the beauty of life. And Mm -hmm. I just definitely didn't have that mindset going in to being a full-time wedding photographer until I met those friends along the way that kind of opened my eyes and ears to that. You being one of them, Olivia Markle being another person, my friend Melanie back home when I had first moved to California and she flew down and she's like, you don't know how to use Lightroom. Let me show you. And just Mm -hmm. having 
people come into my life, truth being like the first man I've ever been with to encourage me to spend my money on things that I love and not, no, you should save your money or do X, Y, and Z. Like it's just having that encouragement to take leaps of faith that I didn't have before. And I think that was like the biggest struggle in my life and in my career, I guess you could say. And that's probably why I teach so many people now the way that I teach them is I'm, I try to be as raw and open as possible as an educator. And I think I just come from the same place. I look at my students and I think this might be 2016 Kayla looking at me as Mm. 2021 Kayla teaching them. Like if I could go back in time, what would I tell myself? Mm. And that's, that's where I put myself as an educator. Like I want to tell you all the things that I wish I would have heard sooner when I first went full time. Mm. And then from there, it's just been up and up and up. It's crazy. Well, you know what it is? Just hearing you speak, I feel like it's just you are in such a space where you are just giving so freely. So, you know, like you're you're just so open to receive everything because you're so giving you with 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 everything that, you know, like I've asked Kayla things and I'm like, I don't even know if she's going to answer this. Because, you know, most photographers, most creatives, they think that their knowledge is only for them and it cannot be shared. But we actually, the funny thing is we become better when we share our knowledge with others. Whenever we don't, it's the opposite. We're holding on to this beautiful knowledge and we're not allowing others to flower and bloom. You don't become smaller by sharing your knowledge. You actually Mm -hmm. grow even bigger by being generous and giving of your knowledge and, you know, sharing that with the world. I've had so many students say that, like, oh my gosh, like I'm not even in your classes anymore. And I just DM'd you and asked you a question and I can't believe you answered. Like no other teachers have done that for me. Mm. And that is just earth shattering news. Like, I think that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, And I do look at my students as my children. I'm like, I would never have my child come to me and not want to see the best out of them. And just, yeah, the community of photographers that don't want to share and don't want to help and don't want to see others thrive are really, like you said, only hurting themselves. And if that's in the, that's the space you want to be in, by all means, go for it. But I definitely don't want to be associated with that at all because I've, I've been in my student shoes. I didn't know how to run my taxes. I didn't know how to track my miles. I didn't know how to start a website, do graphic design. And then when you meet people in the community, like when I met you and you're like, yeah, Oh, you want to learn how to, how I do this on the iPad. Okay. So I go like this and then I airdrop it. And then I stick it on my website and I'm sitting there like (laughs) baffled out of my freaking mind. Like this girl whom I barely know wants to just open her heart and soul to me and and share what I think are secrets. And you see them as an opportunity for me to grow and thrive. And I think that is the most beautiful way to be a person. And that's the most beautiful thing about our friendship. I've always felt like that with you that I can share with you and you can share with me. And we have that mutual trust and understanding of like, yeah, if another student asks me, I'll share what you told me to them. Like I yeah. want others to yes, I want others to grow and thrive and be better. And it doesn't affect yeah. 
your business. You're still thriving. You're still yeah. doing things oh that you want to yeah. be doing. And it's not, it's not a competition. No, it's not, not at all. I Life think shouldn't a, be viewed that way. Yes. I think a lot of this community is kind of like that where it's very like just competitive and, and for what? Yeah. For what? Is there a gold medal at the end of all this? Like, yeah, yeah. is there something I don't know about? <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Why I don't get it. But also why can't we just all be great? which we already are. It's just people are all like "Mm, world peace and world. Like, let's all come together. Like, let's all come together. Okay. If that's what you want, (laughs) let's all do it. Like put your words into action. Yes. I can't tell you how many times, like the sweetest people are like, yeah, so-and-so with a hundred thousand followers never, you know, gave me a straight up answer. It was very roundabout. And I, I don't know what to think of that. And it affects their journey of I like it's so sad. getting to where they want to be. It's, it's so upsetting. Yeah, it's so sad. So many photographers write me and ask me questions. And whenever I can, I get back to them. And th- yeah. every time that I do, they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for responding. And I'm like, dang, that means that probably they've written other people that inspire them mm-hmm. and haven't gotten a response. And it's like, people are looking up to you. Like, let's step up let's, and be the yes, leaders that yes. we strive to be when we started this. Yeah, because we've all begun I, somewhere, you know? We all, like, we I did not wake somewhere. up and, yeah, I did not wake up one day like, ooh, look what I can do. I, it's a journey. Yes. We're all on that journey and we need to, like, look out for each other. And I, like, love photo friends so much because I'm like, y'all are my coworkers. If I have something crazy happen to me, you're the first people I'm telling because I don't have employees. I mean, I have my assistant, but I don't have like people that I can really confide in. And I think that's what's so amazing when you do find people that share the same career path as you, because I can call Emily up and be like, girl, you ain't going to believe what happened to me today at today's shoot or today's wedding. Like, how fun was this? It was so crazy. Look at these behind the scenes videos. Look at these sneak peeks. And you're like cheering me on. Yes. Like, let's go. These are amazing. You're so awesome. And then it's just like a, like, okay, I'm doing all the things that I want to be doing and I'm being celebrated for it. Yes. And I when, think that's what we all need. Yes. When I began, I remember feeling super lonely because especially here in South Florida, it's extremely competitive. You ask anybody for yeah. anything it's very hard to find somebody that's going to help you. So I'm before like mentorships and like workshops even ever started. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. So, so you're just trying to get some kind of insight and it's, it's not even like in, in negative way to the person you're asking because you're not doing it out of like, your own competitiveness of like, Oh, I'm going to ask you this. And then I'm going to take your answer and I'm going to run with it. You're just like genuinely curious and no one's going to like answer your question. Mm -hmm. That's just so disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love all of this. Thank you for sharing (laughs) your heart and your authenticity with us today. I love it. Have me over anytime. Yes. We will (laughs) definitely do another one for sure. I'm so down. Oh, love you so much. I love you. you. Of course. (laughs) Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to share it with your friends. Love you all. Have an amazing day. (laughs) Goodbye.